That song, Let's Go Pats, was recorded by Vanessa Lavoie, a country rock recording artist and written by Jim Richardson Jr. and Stefan Richot. Vanessa is a big-time Patriots fan and loves Tom Brady. You can check out Vanessa at www.vanessaalavoie.com and follow her on all her social media sites for her latest song, news, and more. Thank you to everyone at Country Rock Recording for the song, and if you want to check them out below in the description, that'd be good for us. All right, let's dive in here, Matt. Patriots defeated the Eagles 17-10 to 10 on Sunday to advance to 10 and, uh, 9-1. and Sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself there. 9-1. and A lot of takeaway from this game. Yeah, um, I think the first thing I'll take away is that uh, the defense wasn't too discouraged. Um, maybe in the first half, you know, they let up uh, – a 97-yard drive. I think it was about like, or thinking like 95 yards. Um, it's like the most they've let up in a drive since like 2008. It was like something crazy, uh, which you know shows you how good the defense has been throughout the years. But uh, in the second half, definitely the defense um, got some swagger back. Um, they had like five sacks this game, so I think the the defense held its own. I think they're they they are what they were in the first eight games. Maybe not like that crazy, but they are they are a legit defense. Yeah, and on big downs, uh, Patriots held the Eagles to three of thirteen on third down and zero and one, zero for one on fourth down. So um, the defense showed up when it needed to, and they they held them to ten points. This yeah. defense showed what it was. Uh, definitely buckled down more in the second half. They looked great in the second half. Um, five sacks, like you touched on. They didn't. They got a fumble recovery. They didn't pick off once, but uh, they looked good. They did. They looked yeah, to be I, themselves. I, I think it's the most impressive win of the year by far. Um, the first half of the year, outside of the Ravens, you know, their schedule wasn't really impressive at all. Uh, none of those teams scare me. Um, the Bills' defense is the only defense that they've you know gone up against that are like pretty much legit outside of the Ravens, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, the defense really showed up in the second half. Uh, you didn't really have to rely on the offense um, at all. Uh, speaking of the offense, Tom Brady was not happy after the game. Uh, he, he, still he hasn't been much mad. after the season. He hasn't yeah, been he, he, he's happy still after many games. After even winning that game, which, you know, usually Tom, you know, he'll, 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 say, he'll say when the offense is bad, and of course he did, but at the end of the day, he'll, he'll appreciate the win. I, on Instagram, he didn't even post No a, Victory uh, Monday? I was like, just going to say, you know, no Victory w- Monday video. Yeah. Take what you will. No Victory Monday video. Yeah, there's still a lot I, of football to be played. Yeah, but uh, I think he's getting frustrated <laughs> with uh, how the offense is, you know, offense is being called. You know, Josh McDaniels and obviously the wide receiver depth. I mean, outside of Jalen Edelman, he doesn't really trust any of those receivers. You know, Ben Watson is getting a couple of big targets downfield. Um, the offensive line is terrible. Uh, the, uh, hopefully, Isaiah Wynn can fix that up. But I mean. The guy's only played two regular season games. How much can you really expect out of him? I mean, who knows? He, he could come back and get injured the first game. So we can't really rely on Isaiah Wynn to fix the entire offensive line. I disagree with the McDaniels play calling. I think McDaniels called a great game. I do. I just think the offense didn't execute. And I think Isaiah Wynn coming back is huge for the Patriots. Their old line has been their weak spot. Oh, Brady did only get sacked one time that game, but he felt pressure all day long. Yeah. The, the old line won't tell you how much pressure. You. It he will felt. not. He was on. Yeah. He was on the ground a lot. He was getting pressured, but the old line it hasn't been great. And um, I think Isaiah Wynn's going to come in. I think he. I think he can make an impact right away. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. And um, another first round pick, Nikhil Harry. He finally made his debut. Um, yeah, quiet. Four targets, quiet. Three receptions. It was quiet, but um, it 
shows that he was out there that just that's that's good that's good looking forward that he's out there and he was playing. But um Yeah, I'm I'm hoping he can get more targets. I, I'm hoping he's more of a red zone threat. Uh that's the problem they've been having a lot this year is they get to the red zone and they can't really do anything because they don't have that that uh that big target, you know. Sanu. Obviously Edelman, you know, with the Sanu, uh, Sanu. short routes, but I think the biggest thing about the Patriots this game was they got off to a really slow start and they weren't finishing drives. Um, yeah. Slow starts have been a problem for them all season long, especially on the road. They've been, had a really, really tough time getting going on the road. Um, in, the fir- in the first half, I, I, it was only Nick Folk that scored, I'm pretty sure, in three for three yeah, in the three, first half. He, yeah, he was three for three for field goals this game. Um, I was really impressed by him mainly because – you didn't really hear anything the next day out of the kicking game because, you know, it was just the kicking game, finally. Uh, all year, you the, there's always like, oh, what's wrong with the Patriots kicking? You know, who's going to be their kicker? You finally didn't hear anything about their kicking because it was, you know, it was spot on. Granted, their, uh, Nick Folk's highest or longest kick uh, yesterday was Sunday. 39. Sunday. Or Sunday, it's, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 39 yards, you know, it's it's not like you know that impressive, but you know. Well, it just goes to goes to show that they weren't finishing their drives. Yeah, Patriots uh, marching Another the field. part of another part of um, Brady's frustration, I'm assuming, would be Sony Michelle um, and just the running game as a whole. Because when you can't get the running game going and your offensive line is that bad, you know it's it's hard for the quarterback because you know. He's getting pressured every single time Brady has to throw it away. And he went 26 for 47, and a lot of that is because he had to throw away a lot of balls. Like, a lot of them he had to throw away. Yeah, Michelle, he, only had, ten, he had 10 carries for 33 yards, and his longest rush was 12 yards. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, he, he's been very, very underwhelming this season. Um, I thought he was going to have – I didn't think he was going to have as many touchdowns as he did last year, but I thought he was going to have a solid year, you know, Kind of having like a a Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman type of thing with like when they uh when when they had uh with Matt Ryan and Falcons, um you know obviously James White taking most of the receptions and Sony Michelle holding out the fort, you know running the ball for like a third down type of back, but this season he's just been god awful. Yeah, the Patriots just haven't had much going on offense this majority of the season, and it's been preached all throughout the season that they're being carried by the defense. Which is no problem um, when the t- defense is that talented. I mean, you've seen, uh, like, the Broncos. Look at the uh, 2015 Broncos. They they got carried by that defense. And yeah. all, all Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer, all he had to do was a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think Brady will settle for that. That's the thing. Brady yeah, will that's not the, settle that's the thing. I mean, for just doing a little bit. Yeah, I feel like he's getting, like, uh, you know, God forbid Tom Brady ever has an ego, but I don't blame him. You know, players like that, you know, you're, you're this good. You're, you're He's finally realizing or finally, like, showing uh, people, like, yeah, I'm the greatest of all time, and he knows it. Um, and I feel like it's taking away from the only thing that matters is winning type of feel where I feel like he needs to pass for at least two or three touchdowns a game. You know, he wants to – he wants to actually contribute, and I don't blame him. I don't. I don't. I don't think he wants to go back to being a game manager, where which he was in the beginning of his career. I think he wants to ball out.
and he's definitely going to have to contribute if they expect if they want to win these next three games, and if they want to win the playoffs, he's going to have to contribute. Yeah. And I don't, I don't doubt he will. I think he will. He always does. He always plays well in, in the playoffs. Obviously, greatest ever do it. But he, he will not settle for not having his offense scoring. He will yeah. not rely solely on a defense. That's not Tom Brady. No matter how talented they are, he will not rely on it. He will not accept it. Yeah. And, you know, at the, at the same time, I can't be – like, if I'm Tom Brady, I mean, obviously I my offense is, you know, isn't what I want it to be if I'm Tom Brady. But you can't really complain about your de- – like, you not really having to do anything because your defense is carrying you, like, throughout this – first, you know, stretch of the season. Um, I don't know. Spe- uh, well, speaking of the offense, you know, I'll move on. Gronk, please shut up. Please shut up forever. That took a wide turn here. It took a wide <laughs> turn, and, and, like, it just popped in my brain. I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this guy. He, he basically just toyed. He, the only reason he's, you know, saying, oh, uh, big announcement, big announcement. It's because he wants the Patriots fans to tune in because that's all he has. If he, if, if he doesn't have the Patriots audience and he doesn't have the NFL audience, his platform is gone. He doesn't have anything else going for him. I think and- Gronk, gets a, I think Gronk gets, has a lot of followers and a lot of fans solely because of his, his attitude and his party, yeah. his party mentality. So I don't know if he's just – I don't know if he's tooling with the Patriots fans for that reason. I don't know what he's trying to do. But he has he's trying. He's trying to abuse. He's trying to abuse the Patriots fans' emotions, and he's trying to have all of them tune in on like, what, what would to, today, Tuesday at nine a.m. just to announce Gronk Beach during Super Bowl weekend. Like, who cares? I, I care. do. I, I want to go to Gronk Beach. Okay, yeah, I want to go to Gronk <laughs> Beach too. But that's not the point. You're you're basically like you know. I knew he wasn't gonna come back. I knew. I knew. No, I did. I did too. I, I you know I picked him in fantasy just just on the off chance it happened. I didn't want to. I didn't want to miss out on the opportunity. But I, I knew he wasn't coming back. I think it's kind of he's kind of made it clear throughout the season that he is not coming back. Where he said he kind of he's leaving the door open in case he does want to come back. And if if I'm the Patriots, I'm a little mad basically because, you know, he he did leave the window open a little bit. And if I if I were the Patriots, I would have drafted at a tight end really high. Maybe go out in free agency and get like a a fast type of tight end, you know, literally anything to basically somewhat patch uh, the hole that Look, Gronk in, left. in the video, in the video, the uh, the Gronk Beach video today, he still left that he still left that door wide open to come back. Oh no, he the door is definitely wide open. It's he did it this season. Uh, he still has until the 29th or 28th to come back. Well, I don't think he will. Well, wait, you can't actually if if he's hosting Gronk Beach, then yeah, um, if it's no, Gronk he won't. Beach, he's not, he's not, <laughs> not going to come stopped. back. But next season, I think he said in the video. I think it actually said in the video that next season. However, I think that's what it said. That that's a different dis- discussion. And I guess it could make sense that you know this guy who's been banged up his whole career, taking a lot of hits, um, had a, suffered a lot of bad injuries, takes a year off, takes a year yeah. to himself, takes a year. And don't Just, get me wrong, I sympathize with Gronk. You know, there's a lot of NFL players who, you know, are ruined because of the NFL uh, mentally and physically. Uh, Barry Sanders, luckily enough, got out when he could. Calvin Johnson. 
yeah, Calvin Johnson, you know, he, he, he saved his body or partially saved his body. Um, and I don't blame him for taking a year off or possibly taking a year off or even maybe quitting. Um, I just, I don't know. If you're going to do it, then just, just go, just take the year off. You don't have to, uh, say, Oh, will I, won't I come back? But this is, this is stuff. It's It's a tough, tough decision. It's just childish. I think at this point, but I think he's probably torn. I don't want to speak for Gronk, but in his defense, he's probably torn. It's a tough decision. Yeah. If you want to go back or if you, if you want to stay out, it is really tough. That is, that's not an easy decision for anybody, let alone Gronk. And he knows, he has to know that this team could very well use him right now. And that he can come in and they they need him. And he knows that. That makes the situation, and that makes his situation for him even tougher. That makes that decision that he has to make even harder for him to make. Granted, he knows all this stuff. He has to know all of it. But at the same time, like, you're putting all this stuff out on social media and, like, you know, if you're really that torn on it, like, don't make it worse by saying, oh, like, oh, tune in. I'm not, ex- I'm not excusing the two. I think he had one earlier in the season, the two big announcements. I'm not excusing that, especially this close to the deadline in which he has to return by. I'm yeah. not excusing that. But it is a tough, de- tough decision in his, in his defense. And I can see some of his motives here. Yeah, the motive is... You're drawing the whole Pat's audience to tune in to see what you're doing next. That's the motive. Yeah, great. I don't think I don't think he would have needed a big 9 a.m. announcement like he had. He would have got that. He would have got the same reaction if he was to just post it. In my opinion, actually, he pissed off a lot more people saying it was a giant giant thing, making this a big announcement this close yeah. to the deadline. He pissed off a lot of people doing that, like yourself. Yeah, but it's Gronk. I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think he does. Yeah. And I don't think he needs the Patriots offense for this either. Going to Miami, I mean, I can't imagine that. Like, I can't picture that many people disliking Gronk. I can see this becoming like a giant thing like he, like he expects. I think Chris Gronkowski already said they might be sold out the tickets already. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at to... all. They're probably going to have to work out a bigger venue. And or look something, at they got. There's going to be a lot of people who want to go. Uh, they got like three or four performing artists. Flo Rida being one. Yeah, Rick Ross they, was another. Rick one Ross. So they got they got these big name artists, and then he would have attracted a crowd anyway. So I'm not excusing the behavior, yeah. and I don't think he should have done it in that manner. But it is a tough decision, and I don't know if people should be getting on his ass about it. That's yeah. just that's just my two cents. But um, speaking of another person who, you know, will I, won't I come back? Um, Antonio Brown put out a post today on Instagram, basically apologizing to, to Robert, Robert Kraft, Kraft and the New England Patriots. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady, I believe, liked that post. He did like it. Yeah. Um, I think Brady definitely wants him back. Of I think course. the Patriots I mean, need him back. Yeah. One of the Best route runners the NFL has ever seen. Arguably the best receiver in the league. Winning, win playing. The Patriots could absolutely use him. Yeah. But, 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 you got to pump the brakes a little bit. Because is this the type of guy that you want in your locker room going into a big playoff run, going into these next couple games against Dallas, Houston, and Kansas City, 
going into the playoffs. Is this the type of dude you want in your locker room? Do you want that kind of distraction? At, yes, but at the same time, he's going to show up in the game. So I think I, – I, I don't I – don't, I, I mean, I, honestly, at this point, I think he'll, like, just shut up. Like, if he gets a job, he, he's going to shut up, at least for the remainder of the season. Who knows what he's going to do after. But I think if, if a team signs him, especially the Patriots, I think he will learn his lesson, at least for the time remaining left in the season. The, uh, by the way, the uh, the uh, Instagram post was, Mr. Kraft, I apologize sincerely to you and your organization, exclamation point. All I want, uh, all I wanted to be was an asset to the organization. Sorry for the bad media and drama. Thank you sincerely, AB. Well, I mean, he certainly seems sincere. Yeah. But the guy's well, like mean, bipolar. Who, who knows? He, he is a mental case. So. It's it's tough. It's a tough decision here. The Patriots can absolutely use him, and they, I, I would say they want him, but yeah, there's that same type of thing. There's that same on the other side. There's that bad side of him where I don't know if you want that in the locker room for the playoffs. They yeah. can definitely use him though, and I honestly can't tell you what's going to happen. I don't. I don't know. I don't know I mean, if he's going to come back. I hope we get him back. I, I hope do. so too. I really do. I'm sick of seeing this offense. I mean, don't get Look, me wrong. I, I love watching AB play, and I really yeah. hope he comes back, and I really hope he can get back to how he used to be. In that case, by like this whole this whole drama just needs to go. Yeah. And I hope he can get back to the player he used to be, the person he used to be, where he just 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 played. Yeah. That was AB. Yeah, one thing I will say games. about AB, he, ne- he never really sat out in the games, mainly. Like we, he, he, he'll show up to games and he'll give you everything. He will never dog a game. That's yeah. one thing I will give credit to AB, despite through all the drama, all the antics, he will show up in every game you put him in. But playing wise, playing wise, if you have the chance to re-sign one of the best receivers in the NFL, I think you'd absolutely want to do it. It's just with A.B., he's such a such an interesting case here because you don't know what he's thinking and you don't know what it's going to happen. Yeah. And you don't want to kind of have it, like, distract the whole team from the playoff run and from a Super Bowl run. Yeah. But I, I would understand. love to see him come back. I, I understand that point. But I think in Bill's eyes, if you're if, – if you're Bill, the last thing you're gonna want to have is, I, I like Bill's eyes. I'm like, if I'm Bill, I'm not going to be beat because I don't have one more offensive weapon. And I think if they lose, that's gonna be you know sitting in the back of Bill's mind for a while. You know, man, if I, if I really just like had that one more weapon for Tom, you know, we could have you know made a difference. Uh, I think against the Ravens, they definitely could have used him. A hundred percent. They passed to Julian Edelman what, like 11 times that game. Muhammad soon 11 times uh, or 11 receptions rather. Uh, it was, I mean, Muhammad Sanu's getting 11 receptions in a game. He's, I think Muhammad Sanu's good. He's good, but he's not second receiver good. He's a really good third receiver. He used to be a second receiver. He, he was a second receiver in Atlanta. He was, the, well, yeah, a while ago. Then Calvin Ridley came in and he was much better. But I'm not discrediting Mohamed Sanu. I think right now, at this time in his career, he's a third receiver. He doesn't he's not doesn't belong at uh, second receiver. I think you need 
uh, A B type of player. But if you th- if you look back in September October, whenever he signed with the Patriots, um, he it was it was September early September. He I I guarantee he was on a no BS policy, and he broke that policy, and therefore he got cut. Are they really going to give him a second chance? The Patriots. The New England Patriots. A team that puts up with nothing. They don't put up with anything. You really think they're going to give this guy another chance? Hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, I don't think. I I honestly, in my heart of hearts, I don't think they will. I think it's just completely against the Patriot way. And I really want him to as much as I I want to follow, like, that standard. But I would love to see him do it. But the Patriots, they don't care. They know Tom Brady can make his own weapons. Yeah. Hell, he had Kemble Tompkins as the number one receiver. Yeah. Was... He makes his own weapons. I would love to see AB come back, and I would love to see him suit up for the playoffs. But I don't know. I don't know. I think he broke that no BS policy he was on, and that's it. You blew it. You had your chance. You blew it. And now he's trying to get back by kind of sucking up to Robert Kraft and the Patriots organization. And I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. But this whole thing has been confusing all year. AB has been confusing since his time with Pittsburgh, the end of his time at Pittsburgh, to Oakland, to the Patriots, to the off season, uh, to his off season, his early off season. Yeah. He has been really confusing. And this is no different. But I think he blew that no BS policy. And I don't think I'd I don't think they'd do yeah, it. I don't I, think I they think would. He blew a shot. I think he blew a shot and I think they gave him one. And uh, I don't I think that's it. That's it. He had one chance. He blew it. Yeah. All right. We'll make it work with Sanu. We'll make it work with Edelman. Yeah. Regardless make it work with Ben Watson. This, regardless of all this, the Patriots are still probably going to go 15-1 <laughs> and make it to the Super Bowl, and who knows what happens after that. Their toughest, their toughest game, I think, I think it'll be Kansas City at home. Um, yeah. You saw – I've been, these, I've been low on Dallas. I've been low on Dallas all season. And I think Houston just got dismantled in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Dismantled. Kansas City hasn't looked great themselves. But you still got Mahomes under center. Yeah, I think these next two weeks is going to decide the Kansas City game and whether they can actually show up with their offense. Because I do think Kansas City will be a, a little bit more of an offensive game just because of all the weapons. Oh, it absolutely have. will be. I think I – think They'll beat Dallas at home. I think they will. And I also think they beat um, Houston. Yeah. But these aren't easy games. And these te- these teams are all playoff teams. Yeah. But I, th- I think they'll take care of it. I think Kansas City will be close. And I, that is one game I can't see the Patriots losing. What, Kansas City? Yes. That is the one game I, I could see them going um, – Four, 14 and two losing to Baltimore, Kansas City. And then when it matters in January, February, when it actually matters, the Patriots will beat them both. Yeah, it honestly it really won't matter what they're I, I just don't, you know, I just going, don't think 15 and one. I'm not they, saying it's not going to happen. I just, I think they go 14 and two. I think they lose one more in between here. Yeah, between the, between this three game stretch, um, if they lose one, 
they still go fourteen and two because I don't see them losing anything after Kansas City where they have the biggest, No, they won't uh, at Cincinnati they'll win first yeah. at home against Buffalo and at home against Miami. Um, they're both at home. Yeah. Patriots will take care of business. So but, worst case scenario, I think with the rest of the schedule, they go fourteen and two. That's the worst I think they could possibly do. I agree. Mm, obviously, best that they went out, but I, I think they do. The I do. On I do think they drop. All. I said it at the beginning of the season, and I'm sticking by my words now that they drop two of these four games. Two of that four games, or um, it was five games. It was Baltimore, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston, and Kansas City. They were gonna drop two of those five. Yeah. And I, I've been saying it, and I, I still, be, I still believe that. And I think, I think it's gonna be Kansas City. I still, I, I, I can still see them winning out for the rest of. The I season. can see it, but I, I think their most likely game to lose think, would be well, Kansas these City. Next two weeks, I think they're gonna win the next two weeks. Um, it, it, the offense has to pick up before KC, or else that might be a loss. In KC. Yeah, well, they, they they get, they it is, it is at home. Yeah. But I think that's going to be a good game. I think the offense, like you said, the offense needs to figure it out. That is definitely going to be an offensive game, just like it was last year. And I mean, that what a great coming out party that would be for the offense. Yeah, keeping pass, uh, keeping pace with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this this week, I think it will be kind of similar to last. I think I don't think it will be. I think it'll be majority of a defensive game, a lot of handing the ball off. But um, the Patriots, they show. With um, Nick Chubb and Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, that running the run the run game is their weakness. Yeah, and I I think they can control Zeke Elliott. I think he's a different kind of running back. But um, that's that's going to be something to watch. We'll have the Week Twelve uh, picks and the Week Twelve starts and sits podcast um, Wednesday or Thursday. So tomorrow or Thursday or maybe Saturday or Friday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> We always Sometime do. in the week, we will put it out. We'll put it out. We won't miss it on Instagram this time. It'll be up again. But um, be sure to check out Vanessa and all she has to offer. And um, thank you for listening. Yeah. We're out. Once again, another big shout out to Vanessa Lavoie. Now here's the full version of Let's Go Pats.